Welcome to Functional Theology, relating the word to your daily life. On this podcast, pastor and author Chad Ashby talks about theology, scripture, and culture in a world where two and two always seems to make a five. You can find Chad's work at Christianity Today, Desiring God, The Gospel Coalition, and Think Christian. Follow his blog, Aftermath, at www.chadashby.com. Or you can find him on Twitter at Chad underscore Ashby. You can also follow his author page on Facebook. All right. We're a couple episodes in to this adventure into the universe of podcasting. And uh, I thought it would be a good opportunity to answer the question, what is functional theology? Why did I choose such a weird, stupid name for this podcast? Functional theology, relating the word to your daily life. And um, if you know me, you know I like silly, double entendre, quirky puns, and this title is all those things. It's a quirky math theology pun. It's weird. I'm weird. We all know it. Um, But there's this weird connection between math and theology, and I kind of think that I embody that bizarre relationship. Um, I actually majored in both math and biblical studies when I was at Grove City College up in Pennsylvania. (laughs) Interestingly, as I was there, um, I came to discover that many of my theology professors and were actually um, math majors too, both in, in actually college and seminary. I had several theology professors who would tell me, oh yeah, I was a math major in college too. And I knew I was going to seminary after college, but still decided to do the math thing. I think it was a form of, um, I, don't, I don't know. I just was a glutton for punishment. Uh, because my, my math degree basically lay dormant from graduation all the way up until last year. We had a student at church who needed a math tutor for his pre-calculus class. And as his pastor, you know, I thought it was a good excuse um, to spend some time with him, build a deeper relationship with him. And so we did it for a year. And to be honest, it was pretty fun. Uh, so fast forward to this year in the oddest turn of events, I find myself pastoring by day and moonlighting as a math teacher by night. And um, I've actually started teaching at Chapin Academy on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, I actually teach Algebra 1 and Amlet there, which has been a real joy. It's a, We uh, actually had several classes this semester canceled for a hurricane, and so I ended up making their math lessons and posting them on Facebook Live from my kitchen. And uh, I was at my 10-year reunion this past month, up at school, and I can't tell you how many old friends told me that they enjoyed my lame algebra lessons. You guys have got to have something better to do than to sit there and watch these silly 25-30 minute algebra lessons um, that I posted for my students when school was canceled. Uh, but there you go. The title of this blog has been Aftermath, my blog online. If, if you haven't read anything that I have written, I'd encourage you to go there. Um, you can find links to the stuff I've written elsewhere and just the stuff that I post on a weekly basis. But Aftermath is a nod to this strange connection between math and theology. Um, 
I have a long history with the title Aftermath. It was actually the name of the show that my friend Griff Price and I did about 10 p.m. at uh, WSAJ Radio back in college. Back then it was the name Aftermath was kind of like, you know, we're, I don't even know, causing a disturbance or something like that. But it was also a nod to the fact that I would do this radio show after I had done my math homework. So, you know. Anyways, but aftermath is is this nod to the strange relationship because here's the title of my blog. My blog is aftermath, but it's really me doing theology. Mathematics help us analyze the world. It gives us symbols and names for relationships in the reality around us. That's what math, the field of math, exists for. It provides us with problem-solving skills and logical systems in which to solve those problems. And if you think about it, math actually gives us the tools we need to do theology. It trains our minds to think after the thoughts of God, to recognize the way in which he works, and to describe his sustaining power in concrete and orderly ways. Theology is not a disorderly discipline. Beautiful theology has a a symmetry, a logic, and obviously a Godward orientation, which all really proceeds from the field of mathematics, whether we realize it or not. Math is the practice of creating symbols, equations, graphs, and functions to interpret the world around us. Theology is about creating words, sentences, symbols, and systems to interpret the world around us. Neither of these sciences is created ex nihilo, out of nothing. They are dependent on something. Both math and theology are dependent on the sustaining word of God. Math is only possible because Jesus Christ upholds this very orderly universe by the word of his power. Theology is only possible because the God who has spoken to us through the prophets has finally spoken to us through his son. Hebrews 1.3 Math and theology are both dependent on the word. So why have I chosen the title Functional Theology? So a few things. First, like I said, I love a good double entendre. The podcast logo, if you look at it, um, is a chalkboard, and it should at least look familiar from your math classes. Maybe you've tried to erase this from your mind. Uh, F of T, there, you see it? It's, a, it's function notation. And uh, I've been teaching my algebra students Recently, a function is a special kind of relation in math, taking elements from one realm and relating them to elements of another realm. And that's where the tagline comes from, relating the word to your daily life. So it's my hope on functional theology to do what I do every day as a pastor and an author, trying to help you to love God's word and to see how it relates and presses deep into your personal context. I've actually noticed an unsettling trend in evangelical Christianity recently. Uh, Particularly, I've seen it in book publishing lately. It seems like a lot of the theology we are consuming, reading, uh, blogging about, podcasting, it all begins with my personal experience and then moves toward the Word. It's testimonial, then it's theological. It's memoir, then it becomes meditative. It's personal experience, then a sort of practical theology comes out on the back end. 
And it's not all bad, but this sort of troubles me because it shares an existential foundation with the culture around us. Uh, and what I mean is that in our world today, meaning begins with personal experience. I exist. I feel. I sense. Therefore, my world has meaning. So my existence then justifies my ability to project some kind of meaning onto my world. It begins with the person, even for a Christian, often. It begins with the person, my personal life and experience, and then it moves to the Word. All you have to do is look at the Christian books on the top of the bestseller list recently. So many of them are filled with scriptural insights that are drawn from a skeleton, a backbone, that's built upon a person's experiences and stories. And I, I think this is backwards. All meaning proceeds from the Word. Our lives, our experiences, our testimonies are meaningless without the Spirit-inspired special revelation we find in the pages of Scripture. So rather than beginning with personal experience and then extrapolating some spiritual nugget from them, I've always seen my ministry as a pastor and most of my writing ministry also has constantly been bent on beginning in the Word and then helping us move into our daily lives and individual contexts. In math terms, you know, if you want to think of it this way, the theology of the Word is our independent variable. It's our T. Our personal lives are the dependent variable, our F of T. And we can't get these things backwards. As we do this, our theology then becomes functional. It finds expression in our homes, our churches, our thoughts, our hopes and fears. The Word puts in work. As the words, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, becomes not only a statement of cold fact, but of warm personal experience. So, maybe math wasn't your strongest subject. Then you're going to understand functional theology perfectly, because it's hard work. But my hope is to encourage you to fight like Paul, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully, he powerfully works within me. Colossians 1.29 so what can you do? Well, number one, subscribe. So if you're listening to this podcast, uh, subscribe so that you can get future episodes. I've already posted the first several to get you going this season, and I'll be putting up an episode a week or so, and they probably won't be longer than 10, 15 minutes. So that's the first thing you can do. Just subscribe. Number two, rate. Rate this podcast. If you like it, give it a rating. Help boost my street cred. Heaven knows a nerdy math pastor needs all the cred he can get on the streets. So go give me a go give me a five-star rating. Third thing you can do is share. Share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook, on both, email, whatever, whatever you use. One of the best ways you can help an author like me is to simply tell other people about his work. That's one of the best ways you can show appreciation for uh, what, what I'm trying to do. If you find functional theology, if you find my blog to be of personal spiritual help, um, if it's encouraging to you, please just take the 30 seconds, tell your friends about it. This is, not, this is not about gaining popularity. I serve a church of 50 members in the middle of rural South Carolina, so I have no illusions. My hope is simply to multiply whatever gifts the Lord has given me to benefit the body of Christ. And then lastly, you can 
give feedback. Uh, you can go to my blog, click, click the uh, contact on the menu and shoot me a little email, let me know what you like. Uh, you can tweet at me, tell me what you if you've got topics you'd like me to cover, passages you'd love for me to tackle, or just practical matters you want me to discuss. Let me know. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So grace and peace. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for joining us. This has been Functional Theology with Chad Ashby. If you'd like to follow Chad, you can find his author page on Facebook. You can also follow him on Twitter at Chad underscore Ashby. And make sure to drop by his personal blog, Aftermath, www.chadashby.com. 